0: hi my name is john and my name is chris and And this this is is stay on on target hey everybody welcome to stay on target we are your hosts you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com that's right john this week we are talking
1: about the playstation and xbox's external memory that's right did we, talk about, did we talk about the price last week? I think I had it pulled up, but I don't think I actually talked about it. No, we didn't talk Xbox. about it. Which
0: I figured we could rope that into like, the yeah. Xbox's like, price into this discussion.
1: Yes, I like that. Um, and why there's a lack of a price for the PlayStation
0: Ooh. SSD.
1: <laughs> it's
0: an interesting scenario, man. Yeah. Um, we promise. I know that it doesn't sound super interesting, dear listener. But it's, it's interesting, I promise. It, it is interesting.
1: Um, cool, yeah. So we're going to talk about that. We have some news. Uh, but first, John, what have you done up to this week?
0: Man, this week, I have gone full force into Star Wars Squadrons. Nice. We talked about it a little bit at the, into the podcast last week. We were like, Oh, we're so excited. It's going to come out and that sort of thing. And I have all except for like the final mission. I, what I, what I perceive as the final mission, I should say, I don't know it. Like maybe there's like a twist and it keeps going after this, but I, there's been a couple times where I'm like, okay, I'm very close. I'm very close. And this one feels like it. Like this one feels like the, like, okay, I'm not just close anymore. I think this is probably it. Um, And, uh, but yeah, dude, I've been, I've been diving into that game. I, uh, preloaded it, everything it's, I've been enjoying myself greatly, uh, playing it. Uh, have you played it at all this week? I have. Um, and I, I have enjoyed myself as well.
1: I will say that, um, uh, it, I think would be better. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to try to figure out a one liner. I think this would be better in vr because Mm -hmm. i think they developed it for vr
0: yeah it definitely does feel like it is for vr but it feels like a vr game
1: that is like retro fitted to be a controller game
0: exactly um to to even the degree where like um whenever you're like on the station or whatever yeah um, in the hangar in the hangar and in like your mission briefings and stuff like that like, everything on the sides of your peripheral are, like, warped a little bit, like, to where yeah. you're like, man, if I was in goggles, this would look perfect, but because I'm not in goggles, it looks a little, like, the sides, like, really kind of fisheye a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's that. I mean, you get that kind of, like, you can change your, you know, like, view angle or whatever, um, you know, and things like uh, Call of Duty or sure. uh, other games. And so, it's like, I, I mean, you get that with any kind of, you know, like... View angle, but
0: yeah, and I guess maybe people who have curved displays and things like that, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just that's like, just the the nature of having a uh, you have to emulate some kind of uh, lens in order to see uh, like greater than what you would normally see. So every every game does that, is, is my point, yeah. The, it's more the the locked down nature of it that mm. like that I don't like, and it's like it makes it. I, it honestly, it doesn't f- make it feel good. It makes it feel really restrictive and really like it, it feels unfinished in some ways because like you just you can't walk around and you mm. can't. I mean, even even your ship. I'm like, I just want to walk around my like free free roam around my ship and be able to look ah, at it. You know? I see
0: what you're saying. So like you like, and I thought the same thing. Like whenever I got in there, I immediately wanted to like. Walk around in the space like a first person game, you would. Um, but the way that it works is like you teleport over there. Like you go, I'm going to go over there. And it like, the the screen b- screen dims down and comes back up and you're over there. And so it feels very almost like point and click adventure less than it does a like first person experience almost. Um, which is a choice. Like I, I, I would ra- much rather have walked around that space and really like been able to live and be in that space, which again, I think that you would get that spectacle, uh, from VR. Like if you had VR on there, um, so I mean either either way. Whenever whenever you're the storytelling, I will say like if while we're on stuff that we're like not super big on, um, some of the storytelling in there uh is a little annoying to me because you are a silent protagonist. Like at the very beginning, like it boots up and you pick your, your two uh characters. Like you basically can pick like uh, out of these like eight different um uh archetypes, you pick your, your person, pick your voice, pick your uh your you know, the whatever. Tributes physical yeah. attributes and so and and that's fun i love that and you pick a voice like you really do pick a voice Yeah, i know but like i don't ever hear the voice well barely in the cockpit
1: sometimes exactly
0: Exactly. And that's the problem I have with it because like literally so much of the dialogue, like so much, I like what's going on in the story. I like all the characters. I like things about them. But the delivery of, of that oh, like terrible method is that they basically have to have a, a conversation. Like whenever you start talking to say gray, for instance, he has to have a conversation with himself. Yeah to tell you these things, like rather and, than you talking to him and being like, Hey, what's up? That was a you know, really wild mission. What was up with that one dude? And he's like, Oh yeah, the captain did this and blah, blah. No, he has to have that both of those sides, of that conversation by himself, which is really awkward.
1: Yeah. Or sometimes they put like, you're just basically listening in on two other people's conversation. But yeah. like, it's, this is, this is my thing with those too. they They're like, they're terrible. Like they're forced they don't make sense with the plot sometimes, like they're doing. Like they're trying to do, like basically like world building. But we just got out of this briefing room where mm-hmm. they're like, "This convoy is under attack, and we've got to go save them right now." And then, like, yeah, all right. So, uh, like, you know, what do you think of uh, this thing over here? Like, what are you talking <laughs> about, man? Just get to your ship. It's we like, gotta go no, save these people. we need to like people. go now. The know, alarm is
0: going off right now. It's like it's red alert. <laughs> there was some of that, for
1: instance, in uh, like Star Wars. Um, uh, Fallen fall Order, Jedi Fallen Order, mm, a little yeah. bit, you know, like you would go back to your ship or whatever, and then you know you'd talk to uh, somebody back there, and it's just kind of like, okay, we yeah. need to be going somewhere right now, and we're sitting here talking about soup or herbs or you know mm-hmm. how bothered you are about your past, and uh, we just need to get going. <laughs> yeah, but like, well, like no, same- it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't you we're like you were locked into it. It wasn't terrible sure sure
0: i mean and and, but in this case it's like that's that's kind of like all there all there is i would rather have them just like like eschew some of those like like don't have these side conversations over here whenever we're doing something that's urgent because this game can do that because it's mission based yeah um and within the mission like uh the dialogue and the like the things that happen like the the banter back and forth between the pilots and stuff like that within each mission i love like that feels really natural totally
1: yeah and, and and if i was like you know, so far I I'm probably I ca I don't know, I'm probably four four hours into this thing, um, something like that. So not not super far. Um, if anything, I, I think it doesn't take the reins or it doesn't give you the reins soon enough. It like keeps the training wheels on too long to where like yeah. there were some points so far where I'm just like, I am bored. Like mm. this is not you know, like but later it opens up and like gives you all yeah. the controls and like here's all the things. Like I could have I could have used this way earlier.
0: Yeah, well, and even like you get to start like from mission to mission. Some missions like give you like a selection of ship where it's like you can choose from one of these three or like whatever, and like you can choose your loadout, and so you can kind of cater to like what you know about it. But yeah, it does have like a pretty hefty like two hour long tutorial section there um, that feels kind of unnecessary because this isn't like this isn't like a flight sim game. This doesn't feel like Microsoft flight Microsoft Flight Simulator in that like you're not like deciding like what type of fuel mixture and you're not like <laughs> to Deciding like what type of uh, like exactly how much throttle like you're not having to like really figure this stuff out the the things that you have to decide are like do I focus do I use my uh, my shield focus my attack focus. Or my um, what is it, engine focus, and mm. so like oh if I have an engine focus, I can now boost and fly faster and drift. Which dude drifting, whenever they uh, whenever they like give you the um, tutorial for drift, and then you start using it in combat, it feels so good um just to throw that out there like that's where i feel like the level of speed because before the drift kind of and and that that tutorial came in i actually was like sometimes feeling like oh man this kind of feels somewhat slow um because like you're just floating in space like there's nothing to like judge how fast you're going um you know it's not like you're driving past a bunch of trees and forts or whatever yeah. um but whenever you do get that capability of boost and then drifting it really gets this thing where it's like you get into trouble somebody's on your tail you just like hit the hit the uh the engine focus and boost your way out of there and drift around and come up behind them and take them out obviously yes. so you switch to your laser focus yeah. and just blow them away and-
1: and they're like I, I'm not gonna discount like the combat. Just like once you when, once you figure it out and you and you're yeah. uh, like in a groove, it feels amazing. Where you're like yeah. you know you're able to pull around on a tie fighter or, or uh, well tie fighter. I don't really enjoy blowing up the X wings, but a tie fighter, <laughs> and um, they're coming straight at you, and you shoot it out of the sky, and then blow through their explosion. Like that's yeah. pretty cool. Like there's dude, super and the awesome.
0: sound is so good. Like the, oh, yeah. the sound design is so nice on this thing, especially I agree, in he- though. like headphones. Yeah, dude, headphones. That's the only way to play, man. Like, I started playing on my TV at one point. And I was like, "This is weird. I don't like this. I, I need the, I need the impact. I need the yes. music rising around me." Yes. Um, you mentioned it doesn't feel good to uh to to blow up X wings, and man, I agree. Like, there were numerous times in here where like a, a specific like ship will come up, and you're on the Empire side, and you are tasked with destroying this ship, like this big like cruiser ship or whatever, <laughs> and you're like, "Man, I I don't want to do this." Yeah, no never, I've never I I've never uh, been been uh
1: uh sympathetic to the empire's uh side of things.
0: No, I mean they blew up Alderaan, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, at the beginning of the game.
0: It's terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, yeah, I mean I think I think it's definitely worth a play. It's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying yeah. it. Um and uh hopefully maybe uh, if i can finish it this week we can review it next week
0: dude that'd be awesome i uh, i would love to dive into like specific story kind of things later on in the game with you whenever you do finish it so you know even if it's not next week or whatever we will talk about that on the podcast at some point um do full yes. on spoilers kind of things going on in there um but yeah, dude, I uh, I very much having fun again. Last mission, I'll probably play that tonight, and uh, and I'll be kind of uh, interested to see how the multiplayer goes because I haven't dove into any multiplayer matches. Have You played anything with that?
1: No, I want. I mean, yeah. If you wanted, we should we should do some tonight or something like that. Like Ooh. if you're on, yeah. and because I'd love to, or you know, sometime this weekend, I'd love to to try that out. I I did some of the um, I did the like the tutorial for one of the I forget what they call it, one of the things, but it's it's uh, apparently glitched. You can't finish it. What sometimes <laughs> the tutorial's if you, glitched? If you well, if you die at a certain point, you can't you can't finish it. And I had already mm. spent like thirty minutes on it. I'm like, I'm done. I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. I
0: did see they pushed an update today, and I have experienced a couple of bugs. Um, some of them are hilarious, and others of them are like really odd. Um, there was one bug where every ship in the entire uh, instance that had loaded in was stationary. Mm. So they're like, here come the X-Wings. And like literally they're the X-Wings there. are in a hangar, like, like across the entire map. And I like fly over there and I'm like peeking in there and there's nobody's moving and they're like, get him, you know, and, I'm, and I, and one of my teammate goes like on your tail. And I look around and like, they're still back at my ship floating there. <laughs> uh, another one was everything. Like I came back from a resume state and everything was like in 40 times speed, but the audio was the same. So I was like in the mission briefing room or whatever, and like hit the mission briefing, and the person's like l- lips and animations go like a thousand miles an hour, but the audio stays the same.
1: That's hilarious
0: so like there were some bugs. I'm hoping that they like uh that, that whatever the update they push today uh kind of patches out some of those weird, strange bugs that I've been encountering. That'd be great
1: all right, well, um that's what we've been up to uh, later on in the show. we're gonna talk about. Mm, what are we going to talk about well, the uh, the memory <laughs> expendable memory for the xbox one or sorry xbox series x and ps5 i'm gonna be doing that forever Dude, forever john forever.
0: <laughs> it, never never will i not think of it that way think of I xbox one first right but first we have some news, news!
1: all right john the news uh the, the main news uh, I have is that Regal movie theaters are closing all 536 U.S. theaters uh, mm. as of today. So this is from uh, NPR, written by uh, Bill Chappell. Uh, more than 7,000 movie screens will be dark in the U.S. this weekend as the Regal theater chain said it will shut down all 536 locations on Thursday. The closure reflects in Uh, Quote, an increasingly challenging theatrical landscape, end quote, due to the COVID 19 pandemic and is temporary, the chain said. Regal is shutting down theaters again less than two months after it started to reopen U.S. locations in late August. The decision was announced after the James Bond franchise's No Time to Die was shelled until 2021, further pushing back a release that had already been delayed. Regal is the second largest film exhibitor in the U.S. after AMC Theatres. It is a subsidiary of Cineworld Group, which is based in the U.K., where the corporation is also closing more than 100 theaters. Roughly 40,000 Regal employees across the U.S. now face a work furlough, furlough, the company told NPR. More than 5,000 employees in the U.K. will also be affected, the BBC reported. Quote, this is not a decision we made lightly, and we did everything in our power to support a safe and sustainable reopening in the U.S., end quote, said Mookie Grittinger, CEO of Cineworld, noting the chain's safety precautions for staff and moviegoers. In a statement, Gritinger emphasized that there has been no evidence to date linking any COVID cases with cinemas. He also aired frustration that Regal can't yet operate in New York State, a key U.S. market, although some indoor venues such as bowling alleys and casinos have been allowed to resume business. Movie studios have delayed dozens of big releases over the past six months as cinemas sat empty or showed films only to limited audiences. The postponed titles include likely blockbusters such as the superhero movies Wonder Woman 1984 and Black Widow, along with A Quiet Place Part II and Candyman. In addition, Disney shifted several high-profile releases to online-only, including Mulan. Quote, the prolonged closures have had a detrimental impact on the release slate for the rest of the year, and in turn, our ability to supply our customers with the lineup of blockbusters they've come to expect from us, Gretinger said. Quote, as such, it is simply impossible to continue operations in our primary markets. While the company calls the closures temporary, it did not name a date for a possible resumption of business, saying it will, quote, continue to monitor the situation closely. The coronavirus has hammered Cineworld's stock price, which commanded around $275 one year ago. On Friday, the share price was hovering just below 40 British pounds, which is about $52. But with the new closures, it plummeted below 17 pounds, which is $22 on Monday, before recovering some of those losses. Uh, So not not good news for, for Regal. Um, no. And,
0: uh, I mean, and being the second largest, uh, you know, second largest movie theater chain in the U S not good news for like movie theaters just in no. general.
1: No. Um, yeah. Like the, the crazy, I mean, it's a catch 22. It's like, if you, if you don't put out movies, people won't come, mm-hmm. but then also like, uh, if you put out your movie and, then people's, there's not enough to attract them like if people still don't come then you're just like what are you doing here and i mean
0: yeah i mean i guess with tenant like the uh the fact that like you know we had talked about before tenant kind of came out where it was like okay potentially it would just have taken longer for the, it to make the same amount of money it would have made uh, otherwise but that didn't end up you know, panning out. It ended up basically like, oh, you know, tenant was out and then, you know, I made money these, you know, the first like few things. But then it's like, that's just not enough to make up for what it would have normally made or what it could have made if companies delay them, which is why I literally, like we talked about um, before we came on to the podcast, where it's like, man, everything has been delayed at this everything. point. Every um, movie
1: that had a release date has been delayed.
0: Right. Um, some of them further than others and it's like and the, the whole strange shuffle where it's like you have this whole year's worth of movies that was going to come out that are basically done you know yeah. um and and literally like they're gonna be vying for weekends you know whenever things like do actually kind of uh get back to get back to normal and everything but like at this point like it's just who knows if this like these dates will even hold so right uh, yeah and and <sighs>
1: It just sucks because it's like, yeah. man, like, like I I feel like I mean I I could I could be could be wrong, but I feel like like we could end up seeing uh movie theaters die in our lifetime mm. at, at mm-hmm. this point. I'm mean, like that's that's not cool at all. Um, and not because yeah. they're not not because that like you know they won't be viable at some point. It's just that mm-hmm. that you know like. They, they, these companies, they, they, they can't just operate with no income, even, yeah. even, and we, we, you know, that's why like AMC almost went bankrupt during the the first shutdown because like even though they, you know, weren't having to uh, pay the salaries of their employees or their part time employees, they and they had furloughed, you know, their full time, but they still had um, property leases and rent and mm-hmm. all, you know, utilities, all that kind of stuff still to to pay, right. and like there's well, just overhead. It-
0: them and predict particular they had just purchased what what did they what was the there was some company like they basically absorbed like within the last three years or whatever absorbed a bunch of theaters Carmike yeah they Carmike Carmike. and like
1: several others and so they they assumed
0: any not only like the leases and the like uh, mortgages and that sort of thing that that AMC would have had on their own theaters um, but they assumed the the this like risk and this debt from Carmike and so and they were still trying like still in the phases of like okay which of these theaters do we like continue like operating which ones do we close like where does this what makes sense uh, with this new acquisition and like then this hits and it's like oh, my goodness, nothing makes sense, you know? And so, uh, yeah. yeah, so that's, like, really, like, what their struggle was, like, early on, you know? They're yeah. staying open. Um, there's another theater, like, the the third largest, which is, like, a non-existent, like, I think we talked about that, like, at some point, where it was, like, basically there's there's uh, AMC, and there's Regal, and then there's, like, a couple others, yeah. Um but AMC staying open, and so, like, hopefully, like, with the the market, with, like, w- the second largest competitor that they had in the market potentially closing, maybe maybe AMC will see some sort of a bump. Um, yeah. That's, that's the hope. Well, and,
1: and this is the thing, you know, this is, I mean, you know, I, like, I went to go see, I saw Tenet twice. I would go see other movies if they were coming out, um, but, like, nothing's coming out. So, like, it's, it's just, yeah. it, it, again, it's just that, that like, weird, like, yeah. man, there's got to well, be a I mean, reason to go.
0: And in a lot of cases, like yeah, there's not a reason to go. And in a lot of cases, like that's like I said, like th- that was obviously like the same number of people that would have been like, absolutely, I'm seeing Tenet in theaters. Like, don't say that now. Um, totally. You know? Yeah. Well, and, and to the point, where, like I, I didn't know 50 percent of us saw it. Like I didn't see Tenet in theaters. Like I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not you know planning on going to a theater for for a while. But like, and like you know, it is it is what it is. Like some some uh, you know at some point. People will be like, "Yeah, I'm back to go back," and like, hopefully that happens like sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um. To like basically get these the these theater chains to make it through. Like the theater. We'll save this like, industry. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just need to get need to get there. And I think like, back in in March we talked about it. was like, okay, we just you, pe- like companies just have to make it through it, and the whole making it through it thing for the theater industry seems like it's just a, a complex puzzle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's different from like, you know, like uh, if you're a restaurant, you know, you can, you know, like say there, say we were back in strict, in strict, uh, like closure mode. um, even back then, you know, restaurants were still able to do takeout, and like it's, it, still took a lot of restaurants down. But like, you could still support the places you wanted to support for the most sure. part. There's like, sure. but like when Regal closes, like, well, what do I do as a customer to help support them? Nothing. I can't You'll I get can't it do to anything. go movie, Chris. <sighs> yeah, go I mean, curbside if they if they if they sell me some curbside popcorn, maybe I would.
0: I mean, AMC has their, their on demand uh, service or whatever, um, which true. you know we talked about before, where it's like it's not available on iPhones or anything like that. Yeah. It's like, well, what is it available on?
1: Yeah, it's kind of pointless. Um, so we kind of breezed over it, but Disney's or Pixar's Soul is uh, is coming to streaming. Yeah on Christmas Day it was going to release in theaters but uh, so it's like that's another thing that you know we were talking 2 seconds ago like that kind of mm-hmm. like that doesn't doesn't it doesn't help the movie theaters it also kind of hurts them because it makes people be like well i'm just going to wait till these movies come out on streaming
0: <laughs> uh, yeah definitely like it and it definitely hurts them from the the aspect of like while there is this big big pileup of uh, movies that were supposed to come out this year. And now people like companies have to like struggle to find a place for them in 2021 or 2022. And like, that's why so many things are getting pushed so far back. Cause it's was just, just like, there's just a, a, a large amount of movies that have to – like it's basically you're going to have to release two years' worth of movies within, within like a year and a half or something like that. Um, and so in this case, it's like that – this is one movie that won't be released to theaters at all. And so whatever millions of dollars it would have made worldwide, it just won't make that um, for the theater chains. Um, and Disney, like, I mean, it it's, remains to be seen if, if it will even make that much money with via, like, additional streaming revenue. Um, it's interesting to me that Mulan was a premium purchase, like a $30 purchase on top of your Disney Plus membership, and you get to own this movie forever. But then this is not. Like, so did that not work? Or is it just because this is a new IP? I, I don't know, man. It's interesting. It's an interesting move.
1: Yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, like I don't know. I'm also like I'm also kind of like, man. I'm tired of seeing the same previews constantly, all the time, everywhere. And I'm like, just, just put these freaking movies out. <laughs> <laughs> if I see like, another if I see another preview for free, guy, I'm going oh to lose God.
0: it. It's like, I feel like I've almost seen all, like if you cut together the footage from each trailer, I've seen half the movie.
1: Right. I know. Right. Um, So yeah, that's the news. All right, John. Yes. So this week, PS5 did a teardown video that I hadn't seen until (laughs) right before we started recording. Yeah. Um, And so if anyone's out there, they haven't seen this, go look at it. Um, It's a spectacle. It's a spectacle. It's... uh, it's basically some dude taking a screwdriver to the, uh, and this is, to the PlayStation, <laughs> on the official PlayStation blog. Um, <laughs> that makes it seem like somebody's just like stabbing this thing <laughs> with a screwdriver. <laughs> well, I mean, so but this is okay. This is why I think it's absurd, is because this is uh, their solution for how you expand your mm-hmm. storage on the inside. Yeah. Is yeah. you take your console apart with a screwdriver <laughs> I don't know outside of a PC like that you've built yourself how in the world is mm-hmm. this appropriate for uh, you're telling me that the 12-year-old little billy over here he's going to get this for christmas and he's like you know what these games are huge mommy I need to put some more memory in this so she buys him whatever hard drive ends up coming out for this because it's not available now no and and they uh, re- okay no it's, it's oh. not even it's it's just like an idea in someone's mind
0: <laughs> right they haven't released the specifications for third parties to <laughs> manufacture these yeah. hard drives
1: um uh, Which which makes me super skeptical, anyway. And then, (laughs) then she she buys it for him. You know, like she bought he bought him the console for Christmas. He has his birthday in January. She buys him the memory in January, and he is supposed to go back upstairs to his room and take a screwdriver. (laughs) to the brand new console that his parents <laughs> just gave him. Hopefully not electrocuting himself yep. or losing any of the screws yep. or accidentally taking apart the wrong thing or stabbing yep. the fan. Any of it oh, is just geez. like, this is the most non-consumer friendly move I have seen Typically, in years. <laughs>
0: consoles come with like uh, basically do not like it voids the warranty for right. you to do this
1: yeah i think the ps4 says that on the side it's like don't open this your warranty is voided if you open this okay <laughs> i won't open it. why would i ever need to open this oh wait <laughs>
0: oh man dude it's like it's such a strange thing um to have on this brand new console it's like oh we've streamlined everything you got the it's haptic feedback you've got you've got like it's it's a gorgeous console you got to take it apart to add more memory <laughs> or add more storage
1: also don't lose any of these screws they're probably proprietary sizes
0: yeah you- and like It's, like, so well designed that the storage, the additional storage goes in the very center.
1: The other thing, I don't know, we've we've talked about it before, but, like, this video, like, either this man is a small man or this PS5 is the largest thing I've ever seen. It's the size of his whole... Body, his yeah. whole upper body. <laughs>
0: like, it's funny. Like, I see photos of like screenshots of this video or like of it sitting next to like an Xbox. Like, people have mocked up, like, it hey, what like would it look like up. next to an Xbox? And literally, I can't tell what has been photoshopped anymore because no. it just looks too big. <laughs> it is enormous, dude. I love like it. It's so ridiculous. It's, it's so ridiculous. I don't know where I'm going to put it. Dude. <laughs> I don't even know if it'll fit from like from what I can see it's not going to fit in my entertainment system oh, it won't, at it won't all. fit
1: in mine. I'm going to It's like, hideous too. <laughs> it's hideous. It's it won't fit in it. It's either going to have to go like I don't know if I can like shove it behind the TV somewhere.
0: That, that's what I was wondering. But I was wondering if I, gonna if I could get stand, stand too it hot? up behind.
1: Or, or am I yeah, going to have okay. to like somehow put it on the floor beside it? I like that's ridiculous too.
0: <laughs> oh man. It's just such a funny thing because like I also like I've measured they've released like hey here are the uh, here are the measurements for the Xbox because it's like just it's basically just like a cube you know yeah, it's like easy and so like I've measured and it's like okay it fits in my entertainment system It has to lay down on its side like I can't stand yeah, that's up. fine though but it's fine you know yeah um, but this I have like I have no concept anymore for how large this thing possibly is it's
1: so ridiculous Oh uh, man. So the uh, the Xbox however has an expandable slot on the back. They did release the price last week. Yeah. And it's $220.
0: It's just a bit of a bummer. That's I mean, like almost half the
1: price of a console. I know. Almost half the price that you pay for this thing mm-hmm. you're going to you're going to pay to double the memory to 2 terabytes. Um, The thing is, I'm probably going to do it because the alternative is you plug in a USB 3.0 drive and while you can um, play last-gen games from it and store some games on there, like if you wanted to play a newer game um, on the Xbox Series X, you have to transfer Mm -hmm. it from the external 3.0 drive to the internal drive, and that's just something I don't want to do.
0: Right. And then there's also benefits, like, if you do, want, like, have, okay, well, oh, then I'll just put my last-gen library on this drive, you don't get the additional, like, speed benefits. like right. So, your loading will be much slower. Um, yeah. So, like, Red Dead, like, they've done, like, the preview coverage has been, like, hey, Here's how Red Dead Redemption 2 loads on a current gen and then a next gen where it's like, oh, look at the the most recent, like so the, the updated, the Xbox One X. Let me see if I get these names right, Chris. Uh, loads it like in two minutes and 50 seconds. And then the, uh, the Xbox Series X loads it in like a minute. And it's like, okay, this is drastically different loading times. But if you had that on the external hard drive, you're not going to see that extra benefit of like loading time or frame rates or anything like that because it's running off of, A old hard drive.
1: Yeah. Uh, John, I just found something that I'm going to read on the PlayStation blog right right underneath this video. Okay. Do not try this at home. Risk (laughs) of exposure to laser radiation, electric shock, or other injury. Disassembling your PS5 console will invalidate
0: your manufacturer's guarantee. So this is the part that's confusing, Chris. So apparently you have to take off the sides in order to get to the expandable memory. But like that part is does that void your warranty? So like if you expand the storage that's does it void your like. warranty? That's what it sounds like, yeah. And you risk our, exposure
1: to laser radiation, electric yeah. shock, or other injury.
0: There's no way that Billy's doing this.
1: No. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Billy could die doing this. Can, yeah, Billy's going to die. Billy's gonna go back up to his room and electrocute himself.
0: Well, and get like radiate. He's gonna come out. He's gonna be glowing green, you know. <laughs> just yeah. Laser eyes, something. Good you know, night,
1: dude. This is a nightmare.
0: <sighs> it's so like, and and even if it doesn't void your warranty, it's like okay. Well, you can disassemble it to a point. You know, that's just oh so yeah, bad. but how you supposed
1: to know where that point is? Also, you are gonna tell a kid? I mean, one of your favorite things to do when you're a kid is take something apart,
0: dude. You're like,
1: right. I mean. You're going to tell him to stop once he's got all the screws off? He's like, I could take this off. Anyway. It never
0: occurred to me to take apart my game consoles, though, Chris. No, Because never. no one ever encouraged Why me would to. I
1: ever do that? Yeah, why would I even think to do that? <laughs> this, now, that seems like an absurd notion.
0: Now, Mark Serdy's over there, be like, hey, here's a, here's a screwdriver. That's <laughs> great. Here, this, is,
1: this is from, the, in this teardown video of the PS5 console, you will be able to see how, thoughtfully, how we have thoughtfully integrated our technology into the
0: console. Everything else integrated great. The expandable storage, though, that's not super thoughtful.
1: So dumb,
0: man. It feels like what happened is, like, at some point in the design process, they were already too far along, where they're like, (laughs) ooh, it's going to be too expensive to put, like, a two-terabyte drive in this thing. They're like, well, can we expand the memory? It's like, well, if you take off the sides, maybe. Put the ports in. We'll figure out what fits there. Exactly, you know? Hmm. I mean, Sony man. Sony
1: loves to do their like own proprietary
0: memory sticks anyway. They do, they so, do. you know, and you know the like that's half the reason like so the Xbox uh, hard drive it's very expensive that's two hundred fifty bucks or like whatever and like that's really expensive and so I probably won't get one right away. My hope is like this the 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 type of technology that those drives are using is uh, is a relatively new technology for for solid state hard drives and so the hope is that prices will come down on those over time because the Xbox branded one for the Xbox uh, Series X is not more expensive than drives that you'd get for your PC that are the same, those NVMe cards uh, for your for your hard drive. Like it's not, it's only maybe five or $10 more expensive than these other ones with a proprietary like slot in it. Um, so the hope is that that price will come down over the next like couple of years. So like by the time I potentially will need it, my hope is that it's like 50 bucks cheaper like just make it a little oh. bit cheaper for mm-hmm. I'm, for you know mm-hmm. for me to feel a little bit better about this thing
1: yeah we'll see see what happens yeah. I feel like and, we're gonna <laughs> run out of that one terabyte real fast and we're oh, gonna dude. be like because I mean I almost I mean I I think I lasted with my original Xbox One that had like mm-hmm. the 500 in it or whatever mm-hmm. like I, like it was it was like two months or something yeah. before I bought a new hard drive to external hard drive for that thing
0: these days I can keep two large games on my uh on oh, my gosh. my one and then like a few indies and whatever and the rest of it I just have to like delete. It's like, well, I'm glad I don't have a data cap because I swap out games all the time, you know. I'll be like, well, tomorrow I'll play Assassin's Creed. Let me re-download that <laughs> 150 <Tomorrow>. gigs. <laughs> exactly. Well, you have to like plan
1: ahead. <laughs> that far
0: <laughs> it's ridiculous uh, it,
1: i really you know, i is. really want to play i really want to play maybe some call of duty wait oh no wait i'll it's see you tomorrow 300 gigabytes <laughs> 300 yeah dude this game is insane that's I mean, whatever like is 100. what was it what was it recently um oh it was It's destiny you know how like we like uh yep. destiny they're t- well they they took out all that content yeah because because they said that like the game was too big i'm like bull crap like if <laughs> if call of duty can be like <laughs> 300 gigs on my hard drive <laughs> destiny can take up the 150 that it was or whatever right, it is just right do, like do the whole like, thing where, that that call of duty does where you can just delete the parts you don't want
0: yeah yeah i i do appreciate that aspect of uh the call of duty thing but dude any one of those elements is like is w- like so many gigs still um Like I said, like Warzone is like 150 and then multiplayer, you add that on top, it's another like 50 or 80 gigs or something ridiculous. So, um, it's just like so expensive. (laughs) Yeah. Also, Chris side note. Mm. Hmm. The PlayStation hard drive is a little bit smaller than the Xbox Series X's. Oh, it is only eight hundred and like fifty gigabytes instead of like a full terabyte or whatever. Is um, that
1: before or after the the software is the on
0: there? I don't know. That's a good question because the uh the xbox is a full-on like terabyte or whatever but with the os it's only a usable like 800 gigs yeah so like i'm curious if that is potentially with uh like they've already like removed the os or whatever nobody's gotten their hands on once and nobody can really tell yeah um but just as of note if if it truly is only like a top like max 800 you're probably looking at like 700, 600 with, uh, with the operating system and everything like that, 600 gigabytes, which is going to fill up real fast. So you're going to be taking the sides off of the PlayStation 5 <laughs> very quickly. Sooner <laughs> rather than later. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm. All right. Well, we'll keep you uh, up to date on all the new console news as it happens. Um, and uh, hopefully next week we will uh, review Star Wars... What is it called? Squadrons? Squadrons, yes. Cause there's Rogue Squadron. I know, that's what I almost said, and I was like, nope,
0: that's not it. But this one isn't just no. the good guys. The, you no. know, like you said, we were play as the, the, bad the bad guys, guys too. Guys as well.
1: You can find us online at stay on social at
0: Chris 250. And John wright 777
1: And at stay on target Pod, please go to your podcast service of a choice, review us, tell your friends about us, we really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on on Target.